Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Made it to Friday. Welcome to a Friday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WRUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. We will hopefully hear from Gator football coach Billy Napier. He is scheduled to speak to the media at 12.30 after yesterday's scrimmage. Uh, and many of you want to know about Florida's first opponent, Utah. Just about this time a year ago, we brought this guy on the show to talk to you about the Utes. He's back again. Their play-by-play voice, Bill Riley, now joins us. Hi, Bill. How are you? Thanks for doing this. Steve, good to talk to you again. How are things? Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's it's interesting. You know how this goes. The closer the season gets, fandom comes out, and they expect their teams to go 12-0, and and that's not a bad thing. Um, <laughs> but obviously, the, the, for I guess for you guys, for Gator fans wanting to know about you know Cam Rising's situation, what's the latest with him? Let's start with that, Bill. I do a weekly sit-down with Cam, Steve, every week. We did our sit-down yesterday. And uh, it's a, a little agreement Cam and I have had for a couple of years. He comes in studio or I go up to the facility during fall camp and sit down and talk. And we begin each talk right now with an update on where he is <laughs> so all the fans can hear it. And uh, he is on track. He has had no setbacks in his recovery. And he told me his expectation is to start against the Gators on the 31st. Has coach now, oh, with go that, ahead. now, with that being said, he's not been cleared for contact. Uh, that's yet. what I was just going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's out there at practice. He's throwing in, the, uh, in all the drills, but he's not part of the 11-on-11 stuff when they go contact. So that's the, that's the hurdle that has to be cleared. And, and again, there's the, you know, and when does that hurdle get cleared, Steve? That's, that's the other thing. Does it get cleared next week? Does it get cleared the week after? Does it get cleared seven days out? Because you know, and I know, um, he's got to go through some practices. He's got to go through the process of getting his timing down with the offensive line and things like that. So um, everything is on track, and the doctors have said he looks great. He's ahead of schedule. Uh, His intent is to start against Florida on the 31st, but there's still a few hurdles to clear. Okay, let's – if he is not cleared, Bill, for some reason – What's the quarterback room behind Cam Rising? That's a good question, Steve. They don't have their number two. They were hoping yesterday's scrimmage locked it in. And uh, they are, as as coaches like to say, reviewing the tape. So we should have an idea today or tomorrow um, if they've got their number two guy locked in. Bryson Barnes, who played in the last two Rose Bowls, nearly beat Ohio State got eaten up by a good Penn State defense last year, beat Washington State on that Thursday night up in Pullman last year. Uh, he's he's in the mix, plus two four-star redshirt freshmen, Nate Johnson and Brandon Rose. So that's the backup behind Cam Rising, and uh, they were hoping to kind of sort through some of that. They had a 120-place scrimmage yesterday, and uh, we'll find out in the next day or two if they've got the number two guy locked in. Bill, if you take a look at the team last year, what's coming back this year, you know, some new faces, uh, give me a sense of where you think the strength of this football team will be. Are there areas of concern? 
Um, the strength of the football team, I think, well, obviously lies in the quarterback when he's healthy and rising three-year starter, two-time Pac-12 champion. I think the difference the Gator fans are going to see on the 31st is in the defense. They bring back just about the entire defensive unit, save Clark Phillips, who's playing with the Atlanta Falcons right now. Uh, they are deep and very talented. When Utah's been at its best, they have those nasty Kyle Whittingham, Morgan Scally defenses. And the one constant through the first week and a half of fall camp has been how good the defense has looked. So, to me, that's the big difference between last year and this year. There'll be no Dalton Kincaid this year, but Brad Keithy is back. And the Gators saw Keithy quite a bit in that game last year. They've also added Florida State wide receiver Micah Pittman, who was the uh, the number two guy in Tallahassee last year. He and Cam Rising have been friends since eighth grade. He's added to the pass attack. Uh, you guys didn't see Jaquindon Jackson, who turned out to be the third-string quarterback, turned running back last year, uh, and he ended up having a fantastic season midway through moving into the running back spot. Uh, but it's all going to start up front like it does with Utah. I mean, it's the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, they were ranked the number two and number one units in the Pac-12 by Phil Steele. They're really good and they're really deep. So I would say it starts there, then rising, then the defense. I, I have to ask you about your personal thoughts on what's happened in the Pac-12, Bill. I thought about you, and you know I, I can only imagine you just sit here and you lament about it, but you're in this. You know your school is part of this. Uh, what's been the reaction? from Utah. What was your reaction to all of this? Well, it was interesting. It was, you know, to use a cliche, it was kind of a roller coaster last week, Steve. Thursday night, early Friday morning, a week ago, all the intel that I was getting was Pac-12 staying together. They've, they've come together on this thing, but Oregon's the linchpin. And then the Big Ten and Fox got together and made the run at Oregon and Washington, and it was just about, you know, 8 o'clock Mountain Time, 7 o'clock Mountain Time last Friday, 9 o'clock or so your time, that Oregon-Washington basically dropped the mic and said, peace out, we're going to move. And once that happened, that set you know the chain of events off. Arizona already had their offer for the Big 12 in the back pocket. Utah then made the move. Within about three hours, they had their invitation for the Big 12, and then Arizona State followed as well. It, 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 Steve, it's so sad. I mean, I didn't grow up in this part of the country, but I've been a college football fan my whole life. And I've been out and part of the conference here for 12 years as the voice of Utah. It's such a great historical and traditional conference with USC and UCLA and Stanford and, and Oregon and Washington. So many great vistas and venues you go to. I mean, it's different than the SEC. It is. But it, there's, a, there's a uniqueness about it. And it's, if you're a college football fan, no matter what conference you live in or support, to have a conference that had so much history, 108 years, basically erased before our very eyes, it stinks. I mean, it stinks. Now, I'm happy Utah's got a good landing spot. Big 12's a good conference. Your mark's done a good job shoring things up. 16 teams. They're firmly the third-best conference now behind the SEC and Big 10. So they've got a good spot. But from just a, as a fan standpoint, what I've experienced over the last 12 years, it just it, it stinks. It really does. Yeah, I can understand. Bill Riley, our guest here on Sports Scene, kind enough to join us, play-by-play voice for Utah. Much was made last year, Bill, of Utah having to come here and adjust to humidity and heat. What adjustment would Florida have to make coming to your neck of the woods? 
Well, it's altitude here. I mean, it'll be it'll be warm. Don't get me wrong, but it's it, the, the heat isn't going to be the impact. It's kind of a dry heat here. We're kind of a high desert, so. But it's the altitude. I mean, the game's going to be played at about forty five hundred feet, and it impacts everybody. There's no way unless you train for weeks at altitude that you can really get used to it. So, um, it, it you know you talk to opponents that come in, and Utah guys see it. It's usually late first half and about midway through the third quarter where you see kind of the altitude uh, begin to play a role. So what teams try to do is, you know, condition as well as possible, but try and rotate bodies. So if Florida's got good depth, then they should be okay. If they don't, it might impact them a little bit. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, because I laughed last year when people talked about humidity deciding the game. Come on. I'm not telling you altitude will decide the game, but it will impact guys. There's no doubt about it. So that's where if you've got a little bit of depth, it'll play into that. Let me end with this. Um, Coach Whittingham uh, has been there a long time. What kind of a guy is he? What's the stamp that he's put on this Utah program? Well, I mean, it's his program. He's been at the university 30 years. First 10 were as a defensive coordinator. Last 19 have been as the head coach. Um, He is exactly who you see he is. He's just kind of a guy. He grew up in a football family. His dad was a head coach in the NFL and in college. He's been a football lifer. He was an All-American, All-Conference linebacker at BYU back in the day. He and I have known each other and have had a friendship for the better part of 18 years. So he's kind of what you see. But his his stamp on this program is the culture that he's created uh, in the locker room, kind of a family culture. But his program's hallmarks have always been, Steve, toughness and physicality. And that's never that's never going to change in the Kyle Whittingham system. But what they've been able to do is add great athleticism since they've joined the Pac-12. So they've always maintained that physicality. Now they've got some good athletes to go with that physicality, too. A little less than three weeks. We'll see these two teams collide again this time in Utah. Our pleasure to have Bill Riley with us, play-by-play voice of Utah. Bill, appreciate your time, man. Thank you for doing it. You making the trip, Steve? No, I'm not, unfortunately. I wish I was. I've never been there, um, and I would love to have to, to make it, but I'm not, unfortunately. All right. Well, we'll, we'll try and soldier on without you. Thanks for having me on today. <laughs> okay, Bill. Thank you. Bill Riley, uh, play-by-play voice for Utah. He is really a good guy, uh, and as you can tell, he's dialed in. He understands uh, that football team, and I think he gave you a pretty good thumbnail of, of what you can expect. Uh, but the the big question, as you heard him say, is Cam Rising, will he be cleared uh, as of today, at least as of 12.15 Eastern time? He has not uh, been cleared uh, as of yet. So we'll keep an eye on that over these next few days. Uh, Again, we hope to have uh, Billy Napier's press conference today as he talks to the media after the team's scrimmage yesterday. Uh, And then Dudley Hart is going to be here, former Gator golfer. He was named the assistant coach of the year after the Gators won the national championship. He'll give you his reaction to winning and uh, that award and what happened with the Gator golf team, obviously. And, of course, we want to hear from you today as well. 1214 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, 
Simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking about the delicious food at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's key lime shake season. If you've never had their hand-spun artisan dairy shake, you're missing out. Try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, Florida-raised beef, the original Big Dick with hot fries. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondell's.com. Open seven days a week at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Visit online at DickMondell's.com. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence, and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth, because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. All right, we've got a segment of phone calls and emails here before we hear from Gator football coach Billy Napier, 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Daryl says he thinks Cam Rising starts against the Gators, and as hot as it is, he thinks some of the music should be Martha and the Vandellas' Heat Wave. Yeah, you could do a lot with, uh, with Heat. You could have a song by Heat Wave, right? You could have uh, a, a Heat Wave by Martha and the Vandell, lots of stuff. Um, but we're going to get Byron on the phone now. Byron, hello. 
The heat is on, too, Steve. And that's uh, right. That, hey, Steve uh, Elliott, I think, man, uh, I love your producer, man. And uh, we were talking about the Rays. I wasn't calling about that because they're doing a little bit of slipping and sliding. But, uh, man, baseball is real competitive, and uh, I follow it, man. And I wish we could get local coverage more from some Major League Baseball, Steve. Push that. But, man, I, I miss watching those games. I try to watch the Rays as much as I can go Rays. Steve, just want to always come into on that interview. And the part I really was wanted to concentrate on was how the guy broke down the Pac-10, 12 history. And, uh, you know, I, I'm with him, Steve. I'm old, and you, I'm 65. And, Steve, I ain't going to get into yours. But I, I grew up with you and Larry in the 80s. And the 90s, Steve, when, when Spurrier come on the scene, I, I was worried about just Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. My gosh, if you'd have told me this was going to happen, I would have told you, Steve, we're going to have to put you in the white room. But, man, we're here, and um, I'm excited. It's going to be some good football. I, I just was saying the other day, Coach Napier, I've never seen that like this, so get ready. But, Steve, on the pro, um, shout out to Traz, Richardson, and Jacksonville. Man, I'm excited even about preseason. And guess what? I'm getting so old. I was excited about practice, Steve. Practice, man. That's good. All right, I guess he left. Bye, Byron. Thank you for your call. Uh, James, hello. Uh, happy, happy Friday to you, Steve. Yep. Hey, I, I want to get your take. I, I think you mentioned it earlier this week. Uh, it's uh, saying, you know, the alignment's for football. Okay, James, i got to have you call back. I can uh, ask the question he was trying to say. He was, he was asking about the uh, conference alignment and your thoughts on that. I guess the um, the whole realignment thing. Oh gosh, I've waxed about that for a while. Um, you know, as somebody who's followed college football for a long time, uh, it's sad to see a league break up like the Pac-12. I think I think Bill Riley said it. You know, it's been a league since 1915. So yeah, that that that's tough, but. If you're a regular listener of the show, I've, I've been saying for a long time, years, that I felt super conferences were coming, and they're here. So that part didn't surprise me very much. So, all right, we'll see if we can get him back here. Let's try it again. Go ahead. Hey, Steve. Oh, uh, better. Got me? Better. Okay. Apologize for that. Yeah, uh, no, it was more what Chip Kelly said, you know, about – you know, focuses on football for this realignment, and is it hurting the you know the non-revenue Olympic sports that type of thing? And you know, it's not it's not un- uncommon that uh, schools have sports that play in different divisions. Um, you know, I, I happen to go to a hockey college, and they played with the big boys in the CCHA. They played with Michigan, Ohio State, and other schools like that, but they were a MAC school for everything else. You know, so. Uh, is it is the train too far down the station to even address that um, that uh, type of change? Address what specifically? That if the conference realignments would only be for football. Oh no, no, no! I, that that it's for everything. Um, I know that, but but a lot of the coaches are saying, you know, I think we're looking at this wrong. They're I, saying that you know this is going to penalize the other sports. It's great for football. But, you know, they play once a week. They play, you know, 10 to 12 games a okay, year. Okay, now I see where you're going. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're going. I, this is what I said days ago, okay? I have been on 
trips. In my years here, I've been very privileged to do play-by-play for women's basketball, for baseball, and for softball. And I've taken a gazillion trips. And I can tell you there were many times before all of this where a team flew commercial, there was a delay with a plane, uh, you know, a bus didn't come, we got home at 2 or 3 in the morning, and, oh, by the way, go to class. All right? So could, could that have an effect here? Certainly it can because the rest factor, if you're flying across the country, uh, and here's my, here's my thought in the SEC, if you're playing Oklahoma and Texas starting next year, for example, Gator Volleyball, okay, wouldn't it be smart to schedule a road trip where you play those two schools back-to-back because you're, you're pretty close, right? I think mm-hmm. those kinds of things have to be looked at in terms of, you know, where everything is. The flip side of that, James, is if wh- why, why was this done? It was done for clearly one word, money. Money. Sure. Will the money made here help fund and help create opportunities for the other sports? Yes, that's the trade-off. Sure, I, and I get that, but it, there's no but. You know, that that that's it. Yeah, but no, okay. I, I mean, it, it just I, this is another example I think where the NCAA could have got ahead of this and really looked at some different things. It's just, it's the same attitude they took the NIL. They're like, oh well, yeah, it's not going to happen. And then look, the NCAA got burned, and and this this is just another uh, piece of evidence for me that the NCAA has pretty much proven itself worthless. <laughs> But the NCAA really it doesn't get involved here. Okay, this they is could. no, they couldn't. How, yes, how, they how could. is the okay? Tell me how they could have got ahead of this years ago. What does say, that hey, mean? We know, looking at that, schools are going to realign to chase the, the television dollars. Okay. They could have got ahead of that. Ahead of how? You haven't told me how yet. Well, I, I'm telling you how, and they could have put some parameters in place and say, hey, you know what? You either it has to be either geographically that you transfer, um, or you look at the options of okay, if we want to do this for football, we do this for football. But maybe we look at keeping other sports in a regional division, just like Notre Dame does. But the NCAA, in my opinion, does not have the purview to do that. The NCAA is not going to tell the SEC how to travel. I agree with you 100%. The NCAA doesn't have much purview in anything anymore. That's my point. Okay. Okay. Thank you, James. I appreciate it. What I'm trying to say that James doesn't quite understand, I guess, is when he says get a, get ahead of it, you can't get ahead of it. They're, they're, the, the NCAA as an entity only has certain things it can do, and it's not going to tell a league what it can do as far as, okay, th- this team expansion. You can't do that. Mark says last year's quarterback room, A.R., Miller, Kitna Brown. This year's Mertz, Miller, Brown. Better is obviously a subjective word. It seems like lots of fans and media think this year's quarterback room is better than last year's. I don't see it. Do you? Um, I see it because, once again, look at A.R., all the, you know, whatever he is in the NFL, what was his productivity? What was his productivity, bottom line, at the college level? Can, can Mertz do that? Maybe not as flashy, but he might be able to do it. Larry, welcome. 
Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, my my only thing with this conference realignment, uh, it seems like most people that call in are either really confused about it or flat out just don't like it. They like, you know, they're used to the old style, whatever. My deal with it is, what if it hits a home run? I mean, it's it's kind of like the college your college team, like the Gators. If they're losing, your phone calls are horrendous. People can't stand them. They want to fire everybody. But if they're winning, it's a great week for the show, right? Well, what if what if this conference realignment goes that way? I mean, we just took in two good teams. What's bad about Texas and Oklahoma? Their national teams are always ranked high. Uh, the other the other conferences are doing it. My opinion, I'm kind of looking forward to it. it. It could be a lot of fun. Sure as hell makes the conferences a lot tougher tougher though, don't it? Oh yeah, I, I think there's positive of it. I think what's I think you hit the nail on the head for one of the things. I think people are somewhat resistant to change, and it's the way it was done. It was done quickly, you know, stealthily, uh, and certainly you didn't have the athlete in mind when you did this. But look, I don't care what it is in life. It comes down to money. We have to have money to eat, to, to, to subsist, Right now, you could argue, you know, this is crazy money, but that's what it is. It's done for revenue. It's done because of that. You're looking for the competitive edge and more money. That that that's the that's what this is. And that and that's yeah, that's understandable. But with the money too, especially like TV money and things like that. Remember, them them TV stations and all that are providing for us. You know what I mean? It, it's only at some. At some point in this whole thing, it's got to come out better for us, whether it's on the TV or with your team nationally or whatever. I, I, it's it's got to come out good for the fan. I can't see it not working out. I really can't. Well, we're going to find out soon, Larry. Appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. 1228 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chittle. We hope to have Billy Napier on the other side. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Does your knee pain keep getting worse? How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out, and the consultation is free. 
Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake Season. Try one right now. And try the Herb Chicken Burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. When it's the hottest day of the summer. But... It's the hottest day of the summer. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A heat advisory is in effect for north central Florida again this afternoon into the evening. Highs today in the upper 90s. Heat indices nearing 110 with mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 70s. Sunny and hot early tomorrow with afternoon and evening thunderstorms. A few could last through just about midnight tomorrow into Sunday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hut! Hut! The Gators, the Utes, kickoff is less than three weeks away. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. For the second time in 100 years of football at the University of Florida, the Gators celebrate as national champions. The home of the Florida Gators. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, we are awaiting Billy Napier. When he comes on, you <clears throat> will hear him. Uh, this is interesting, and I hadn't really thought about this. I really had not. Um, Peyton says, who would you say is the greatest athlete named Steve in sports? I mean, Steve Spurrier, of course, comes to mind. Uh, top of my head here. Steve Nash. How about Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, boy. After that, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I have to think about it. I'm sure Steve Sarkeesian's a coach. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Okay, good. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, they don't just 
roll off the tongue, but I'm sure if you, you know, gave it a little thought, but just top of my head, those were the ones that, uh, that came out. William, uh, James, your caller, living in a dream world, the NCAA has no power, didn't even 10 years ago, end of discussion. We keep hearing Rising is going to play from a guy that's seen his fair share of ACL injuries over the years. I don't see any way he can go out there after eight months with no contact and expect to do well. Well, I think that's going to be the key, William, and I think you heard Bill Riley say this. He's got to get cleared, and he's got to take, I think, you know, some kind of football contact in order to do that. Uh, Bobby says Steve Young. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, I'll probably be wrong. He'll light us up, but especially since this game is based on a lot of scrambling, I think Utah would be doing that kid a disservice by putting him out there. I mean, it. it is certainly... And, and, and look, I, I think a good thing of this is you have a veteran coach in Kyle Whittingham who I don't think would put him out there um, and put him uh, in jeopardy. I, I don't think that. But he is going to have to, you heard Bill Riley say, he's going to have to be cleared. And I think part of that is going to be contact and all of that. Uh, Jonesy says, this is a big if. If Joe Burrow is healthy, can he win his first MVP? Sure. If not, who you put at the front? Well, I mean, most of the time, it's, uh, you know, on good teams. Wouldn't you say uh, the dude in Kansas City be a pretty good choice, right? I mean, who has... Part of that is not just the numbers, but what does your team do? So think of you know a really good team, and if that team is successful, Jonesy, that if the quarterback's got some numbers too, that should help. Um, all right, I'll I'll try this. We'll open the phone lines back up. Coach Napier's late today, um, so if you want to get a quick call in. Don't forget at the top of the hour. Dudley Hart, former Gator golfer, pro golfer, an assistant coach for the Gators, was named the assistant coach of the year nationally for J.C. Deacon's national champs. So he'll be with us to get uh, that. And then John emailed me the other day, and he says, rank your five conferences as follows. Oh, oh, here's Coach Napier. Um, So we'll give him a second here to get to the microphone. And then uh, I'm sure he'll comment about yesterday's scrimmage. Hopefully some injury updates. There were some players that did leave the scrimmage yesterday uh, with what looked like injuries. So hopefully he will fill us in. Uh, all right, here's Coach Napier. All right, we, um, I'm going to tell you what. We had very special guest uh, today. Uh, Kevin Carter came back to talk to the team this morning. And um, I met Kevin a little bit over a year ago and was very uh, impressed. Obviously, we know we all know about his playing career, uh, but just to see, you know, what he's accomplished professionally and how he represents the University of Florida. Uh, and man, let me tell you something. He gave us 30 minutes of absolute fire. I mean, this guy was passionate and uh, really challenged our players in a lot of ways. You know, I think. Um, challenging them to take this opportunity that they have and make a great memory. And um, talked about a story as a player 
um, as a rookie veteran player that challenged him early in his career and kept asking him, you know, why are you here? You know, and um, what are you here for? Uh, and having really high expectations for him and how that player mentored him and helped him become who he was. So uh, he specifically talked about it being a hard line and it's not easy um, in this place uh, and all that it's accomplished. Um, and certainly, you know, one of the things we're trying to do with our, our young men is bring back uh, Gators uh, that played here, had significant success on the field, but have continued to have success off the field and represented the place the right way. And I think Kevin's done a great job. It's important that we kind of have a generational gap here, right? We need to educate our players about the significant um, success that this place has had in the past. So Kevin was awesome. I wanted to personally thank him for that. Um, you know, this weekend's a good weekend. We've got two players graduating. Uh, Mark Pitts and Jadarius Perkins are both getting their degree from the University of Florida. And uh, it's always a great day. I was walking out of the facility just a few days ago talking to Mark about it. And, uh, you know, these guys work hard. And they come here and they start their story um, and to hit, get to the finish line. You know what I mean? I think we all remember – that day when we were finished with our classwork, right, and we got our degree and we're walking across that stage. So really proud of Mark and Janarius and, you know, the approach they've taken to academics. So, you know, we, um, you know, I think for the most part I was pleased with the scrimmage. I thought we could have, in space, we didn't necessarily tackle as well as maybe we would like in the secondary Um but I think I do think that um, there was a lot of quality football. I think there's going to be a ton of coaching that we can do uh, this afternoon and tonight, uh, and, and even tomorrow morning as we head into the next, um, you know, kind of group of installations that we're approaching here. But in general, I think moving forward, our focus is on our practice habits. It's on our self-discipline relative to what is required to be a a really good football player at this level. And then certainly the roles are to be determined. You know, we've got really a two deep here um, in terms of rotational players. This will be a very, very competitive week as decisions are approaching. Uh, and then the game changer depth chart, you know, is, is obviously really important. So ton of things to work on. Um, I think the staff, we've kind of challenged them to present plans for each player, each position group, and the, the unit as a whole relative to between play process, um, communication, alignment, technique, and fundamentals, I think. And then we have to take a, a big picture look at what concepts we need to add, what situations that we need to work, and then what personnel um, that we you know, need to what adjustments we need to make in that regard. So, a little bit of an injury update. Um, you know, Justice Boone uh, has torn his ACL and um, will have surgery in about two weeks. And, um, you know, I would tell you this is one of the more challenging parts of the job uh, for me relative to having a great relationship with a young man and then observing him work. Uh, and, and change his life as a person and as a football player and not just a 
production on the field uh, that Boone brings to our team, but more importantly, his presence as a leader. Uh, and I do think this will galvanize our team. I think this is a guy they really love and care about uh, and will want to do their part to make up for his absence on the field. I think that we have that, that level of respect and accountability amongst our players and team. But we're going to rally around Boone. You know, there's a ton of success stories in this game of players who've had this injury and have went through the return to play and rehab process and come back and had significant success. So, you know, I, I think um, all Gators need to lift up our boy Boone today. You know, he's, uh, he's one of the best ones we have. So, um, you know, Xander's uh, was out. Um, probably we will be without Xander's for uh, 10 days or so. You know, he has a lower body injury. Uh, Kelby Collins is kind of in the same category. He could be back sooner than um, later. Um, we're excited to get back. I think tomorrow we'll get back Scooby and Jason Marshall and Lindell. So we're kind of, you know, we got a few that we're losing and a few that we're getting back. So we're in a relatively same place there. And some of this is, you know, we're being cautious with um, some of these guys. So I know we all want to talk about quarterback. Uh, we'll have that decision for you. Uh, we're going to go through a process with our players and obviously our staff. Um, quick turnaround from yesterday, so we'll let you know uh, when that's been done. But uh, overall, uh, good day yesterday outside of Justice's injury, and uh, we continue to make progress as a football team. Um, what questions do we have here? It's actually post um, post play. You know, it's just. And believe it or not, it was uh, celebrating after the play was over. It's really a non-contact. I mean, you wouldn't even – I mean, if you didn't know any better, you wouldn't. He's just running off the field. So, um, one of those head scratchers, you know. And, um, yeah, anytime you have a non-contact injury, I think it causes you to ask a lot of questions. Can you talk to players about not getting overly – Effusive when they sell because there have been some famous injuries yeah. where guys do that. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that passion and emotions part of the game. I mean, this is less than one percent, you know. So, but um, the big thing is that you know I think we're prepared to um, provide the level of support that Justice is going to need, you know. And I think um, you know it's a big deal. You know, this is one of our guys that, you know, he kind of, um, he, he's what um, a University of Florida football player should be, right? So, a um, ton of respect for him as a person and as a teammate. Yeah, we really enjoyed talking to him last week, so tough, tough for the kid. Mm -hmm. um, what, what are you going to need to see at quarterback? I mean, a lot of people are just assuming it's going to be Graham. I mean, Graham transferred here. He's got 32 starts. Yeah, we, what do you we've, seen, we've seen enough. I, I think the big thing is we want to go through a process with our players and team before we announce to the media, if that makes sense. So, um, and, you know, we're on a schedule, and 
we'll get that accomplished, and uh, we'll let you know. Is historical perspective something, to your point about Kevin Carter, you see missing sometimes with young players? I mean, I'll talk to players sometimes. I mean, I'm old, but bring something up, and I'm, like, surprised you never heard of the guy. <laughs> yeah. I think that's important for them to have. Well, I think that, um, you know, I think it's important that we understand the history behind the place. You know, and I think um, – what has the place done for people like Kevin Carter, and what did he do for the place, um, and the significance of history, and you know why we have um, the brand we have today, right? And uh, how dominant the University of Florida football was uh, in certain eras, if that makes sense. And uh, we've done quite a bit of that in this training camp, but I think bringing back a player that has a special place in his heart and speaks with passion. Uh, you're talking about playing 14 years, you know, you know, a couple different SEC championships, guys won a Super Bowl, you know, um, and now has a significant career in the game, you know, as a broadcaster and working with uh, covering football. So I think Kevin has a unique perspective relative to um, University of Florida, but more important, the f game of football and what it can it do, right? He also has a 22-year-old son. Uh, so I think he has a perspective that I think can really help our young people because he just, you know, he's got a son who's in the same place to some degree. Rotation looking like now with Justice gone, who moves in and, and who, who's first guy, backup, et cetera? Well, I think you've got um, – the two true freshmen, obviously, their role will increase, right? Kelby Collins and Cameron James. But there's a number of players from a grouping standpoint that will be a factor. Tyreek Sapp, um, you know, even Caleb Banks to some degree is a versatile player. Um, and Jack Pybron can play both sides. You know, he can play Jack and F. So, um, so we, we've got confidence in the players. Um, we're just going to have a little less experience out there that maybe, you know, Justice brings some experience to the table um, and leadership in general. You know, so the challenge here will be replacing that presence. Um, and we're going to do as much as we can to try to keep him connected to that, that position group, that unit, and the team. Uh, but I think the big thing here is that there will be a – a few more things to learn for some of these players, but in general, um, you know, will be some adjustments that need to be made. You mentioned Jack Fiber. What have we seen out of him from the time you've been here into where he's at right now? Yeah, Jack's one of the more impressive young men that we have, you know, in terms of work ethic, self-discipline. Uh, he's very motivated. Um, and Jack's one of those guys that is at his best um, when the pads are on. You know, he is a motor. Um, he's tough. He's physical. He plays with effort. He's a smart player. Uh, he has the respect of his teammates. He has the respect of the staff. Uh, and this guy had probably one of the best off-seasons, if not the best, of any player on our team, right, in terms of body composition, all the metrics that we test. He had made significant improvements. So um, there is – you know, he, he's, again, he's another good example.
he's got that gator in him. That's what I would tell you, right? So Jack is uh, he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Now that Graham's been here for eight months and 25 practices, and you've mentioned him being a leader, but have you seen that even increase throughout fall camp, and how does that maybe manifest itself on, on the field? Who is that again? Yeah, no, I, I do. Um, I think the big thing I've been impressed with is just his ability to come in and learn the system, you know, to translate what he knows uh, and apply that to our system. And then just, you know, relentless in approach, you know, probably has worked as hard as any player on our team, probably as hard as a lot of players that I've been around, you know, in terms of the the unseen hours, right, that those are what I'm talking about specifically. And the self-discipline to have a system, a process, a routine uh, to work to connect with players, um, ask very intelligent questions, um, and is anticipating problems, right? So uh, Graham's done a great job, and he's worked from the minute he pulled up in the parking lot um, until, you know, just a while ago, he's continued to work to improve. So... Um, been very pleased in that regard. Level of professionalism here uh, that I think is respected. What do you think so far in the camp and special teams and uh, return guys? Are you zeroing in on any guys? I say Eugene Wilson was working with Punce the other day. And... Yeah, no, I think our specialists, it's one of the things that I think is uh, maybe gets overlooked is we do have our specialists back. Uh, and I do think they're really good at what they do. Um, and I do think Trace Mack continues to improve, you know, and I do think that um, Adam has had a great offseason. We all know Crawshaw is one of the elite punters in the country, and Rocco I think is not only effective snapping the ball but can be, a, you know, in coverage, um, can provide um, some good things for our team. So I like that group. Uh, I do think that uh, in the returner world, I think – you know, obviously Ricky and Trevor and, um, you know, Montreal. I think some of these young players like Trey Wilson and Andy Jean, there's a number of these guys that will be a factor, Aiden Mizell. Um, so we're in the process of working on that. But um, I don't think there's any question that Trey Wilson will be a factor at some point. Um, but, you know, we've got guys that have experience with Ricky and, and Trevor there as well. Like the offensive line play in the scrimmage with Richie out and Mazuka back, and just where you feel like that unit's at. You know, I feel really good about. Um, I would say the depth and the interior. You know, I think we've got a, a handful of really good players. I think the first two tackles are really good players, and then I think it's all about who's the third tackle. That's why it's exciting to get Lindell back. I think we have some talented young players that are starting to come alive. Jalen Farmer in particular, I think he's starting to practice. You know, I think um, it's starting to, the dots are connecting there. Um, Bryce Lovett, Jordan Herman, you know, those are the guys that we need to come on. I uh, like Richie Leonard. I like Slaughter. So I think we have less issues on the interior, more on the perimeter. That's where we have competition and we need growth you know, to develop depth on our team. So about just the execution on both sides of the ball overall in the scrimmage, did you feel like it was maybe cleaner than in the spring? How did you feel about some of those aspects? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, just in terms of the precision, 
you know, the, the film is cleaner. You know, I do think some of the players we were without affected the, the quality of the twos, in my opinion, you know, because of the depth. But uh, there's a mixture of lineups out there with those groups. But I think when we put our first group out there, it's starting to look what it's supposed to look like. Um, and then don't get me wrong. I mean, there there's a lot of players in that second group that do a really good job. I just think we had we had a handful of players out that affected the depth, the quality of the scrimmage in that regard. Devin Moore. Where's, where's he? Yeah, Devin's making good progress. He's in return to play protocol, and uh, we anticipate getting him back in the next couple of days. Jalen Kimber kind of seized on – I mean, he's a veteran back there. A couple of guys been sitting out yeah. pretty much all week. How's he kind of seized on that? No, Jalen's been steady. Um, you know, Jalen's done a good job keeping the ball in front of him. Um, he's more physical. Uh, I think he did a good job this all season of, if you go back to his history, coming in with the shoulder, you know, that kind of set him back the first off season. This was his, really his first complete off season. He gained significantly mass. Uh, so uh, we're, we're very pleased with Kimber. You know, I do think Jakeem and Didi have started to emerge as well. They were both really impressive in the scrimmage. Um, and I think those guys, you know, they'll be a factor in, in lots of parts of our team, special teams in particular. From practice to practice, are you seeing less having to repeat the same mistake over and over again, they're getting it the first time and they're corrected and then they're not doing it again? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, we have a ton of offense and defense in right now. I mean, we have huge amounts of volume. So, um, you know, we have minimal, the margin of error is a lot smaller. You know, I mean, I think the, um, the issues on our team relative to what you're describing are with the young players, right? But I think um, again, this is a group we've had 95% or so, 90% of this group since January. So there's only a handful of players that got here in late May, early June. So I feel really good in that regard. All right. Thank you, Coach. All right, guys. Thank you. All right, there's Billy Napier. We'll take a break. Come back. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM, 50 AM WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss, whether it's affecting you or a loved one. Don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound audiology where your hearing aid comes with a doctor total control we'd all love that wouldn't we you can have total control of your home environment with help from electronics world let the pros at ew install a system to control your audio video lights locks thermostats custom shades garage door and more plus monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app now that's total control electronics world Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral bound notebooks, check, check, check. And the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. 
Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online WRUF.com. In the 1 o'clock hour, we'll get your reactions to what Billy Napier had to say today. Uh, Dudley Hart, former Gator golfer, PGA Pro, assistant coach of the year, is going to join us at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Come back and join us for Hour 2. RUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving. All I said was, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it. Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff, and I work for Talon Wealth. That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talon Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. What is ClearSound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. 
Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Friday. Another hot one in the University City. Elliot is producing today. Hope you enjoyed hearing Billy Napier live from his press conference today. So certainly the, the bad news about Justice Boone that's a that's a tough loss. He was expected to contribute uh, quite a bit, and hopefully, uh, he can he can get better, and the team can uh, overcome the uh, the loss. Also, very uh, under the radar, Gator baseball got another transfer in. Uh, and if you look at his numbers, um, you know, not eye-popping, certainly, uh, came from Charleston Southern, Ashton Wilson, who I believe is a Florida kid, I think, um, hit like 220, or I'm sorry, 250, um, but really a good defender. Uh, and so now the Gators have, uh, what, six transfers, seven transfers? He might be the seventh. Um, Shelton from Alabama, Garrison from uh, Coastal, uh, junior college kid Landon Russell, Jalen Guy from Liberty. I'm forgetting forgetting a couple. I think it's seven that Florida has uh, via the transfer portal for this coming season. Interestingly, though, no pitcher yet uh, because, remember, Florida had Kelly Austin from UCLA, but then he turned pro. So that's a good thing, though. And Sully will lean on sure on some younger arms who are coming back to see how well they do. All right, we'll, we're not going to do uh, a show Monday and take a day off. So let's get your thoughts today. 392-8255. You can email uh, S. Russell at WRUF.com. Again, we're hoping to have uh, Dudley Hart with us, uh, and hopefully he won't forget to call us uh, today to talk about his terrific honor of being named the National Assistant Coach of the Year. Uh, somebody earlier asked about famous athletes named Steve. Patrick said Steve Garvey, Steve Carlton. Yeah, I mean, you you have to think of them. And, and, and I'm trying to think in football how many there are. And I don't, I can't, again, I'm sure there are, but just, you know, top of my head, can't, can't think where that would, where that would be. Um, I mentioned this before Billy Napier started. John had emailed me and says, rank conferences as follows which conference has the best, worst teams 
rank them based upon the bottom four teams in each Power Five, and then what conferences worst four are the best in your opinion. Um, I haven't done that, John, because that would take a lot of time. But look, I I think most people now look at the SEC and the Big Ten, and maybe after that, in the Big Twelve. I don't know, but uh, I'm going to tell you, if you heard Dan Mullen here yesterday, the Pac-12 this year is really, really loaded. I mean, this this might be the best the Pac-12 has been in a long time. So don't sell that conference short, even though you won't know it here. Uh, obviously, after this coming year. Uh, Pat has a question. He says, um, yesterday I heard you give the odds uh, of, of Florida's games. Uh, how much of that do you buy? I, I, I buy it. I buy it. I mean, look, we talked about this earlier, Pat. Florida's schedule is pretty good. And... You've got a situation where there are swing games. Florida's got that. There's no question um, about that. Don't forget Bucks football tonight. The Bucks and the Steelers will have it for you at six o'clock, and then back to Rays baseball tomorrow uh, and Sunday. The Rays and the Guardians. All right, boxing Jim's going to join us. Jim, hello. Hey, Steve. Now, uh, I just caught the tail end of uh, <clears throat> Coach Napier's uh, interview there, or whatever. <clears throat> I heard him talking about the team, and uh, I think there's only been one practice that was open to the public, and I believe you attended. If so, what did you see that you liked or didn't like, or can you give me any information? Uh, I mentioned that after the practice. Um, organization, uh, they know how to run a practice. It's a, it's efficient it is uh, no wasted motion or effort. Players seem to know, you know, what they were doing. Um, but, you know, in terms of the scrimmage, you know, it's a scrimmage. There, there yeah. were some good, yeah. good things done by the offense, mm-hmm. some good things done by the defense, but it's a scrimmage. And I don't know that, yeah. you know, because, again, you heard him say today they haven't, they're not ready to announce the starting quarterback. I'd be shocked. If it wasn't Mertz, but we'll yeah. see. Well, uh, what's, what do you think of the new uh, defensive coordinator? I think he's a fairly young, twenty-nine-year-old uh, defensive coordinator. What? How does he seem to be? A uh, very energetic. Um, seems to have a good rapport uh, with the kids on defense. Uh, if his track record is anything. Uh, I think you'll see an aggressive defense that will blitz. But, again, you have to have the personnel to do that. Um, Yeah, yeah. And he did that in a different league, you know, because I don't care if you're playing, you know, Pop Warner or you're playing in the NFL. If you blitz, you get to the quarterback, it's great. If you don't, you're susceptible. But I think you'll see a little more of that. Well, looking uh, looking ahead, I'm thinking uh, if we – in the regular season, eight and four, would you say that, uh, in my opinion, uh, well, based on last year, but uh, would that be a good season? Yes. 
Yes, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a a season that you build on because a you obviously won more games than you did uh, the year before, and you know depending who you beat, right? If you knock off a you know a Tennessee or a Utah or somebody like that, mm-hmm. um, that certainly helps. So yeah, I think if you win eight, that's pretty good. Well, sort of counting Georgia, LSU, and Tennessee. Maybe his losses. Ho- hope that I'm wrong on that. But now South Carolina's not going to be an easy game. No, Florida's not going to have in the league easy games because it's a good league, oh, no. right? Oh, I mean, yeah. should Florida beat Vanderbilt at home? Yes. But is yeah, it a sure absolutely. thing that Florida beats Carolina and Kentucky on the road? No, it's not. Uh-huh. That's why we've yeah. talked about these swing games on the schedule because if you win some of them – and you win the games you're supposed to win, that, now you're talking eight wins, nine wins, something of that nature. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Hope you're getting ready for a good weekend. Hope so. Football be here before you know it. You'll be running crazy. That's a good thing, too. Hey, step on into that, Steve, just out of blue. Are you, how do you work for, uh, Florida football games these days? Are you up in the press box yes. or in the studio? Or what no. are you going to be doing this year? Uh, all the above. Um, you know, we do a pregame show uh, that I do, and then uh, I go to the game. I don't go to the away games anymore, but I go to the home games um, and uh, then do a postgame show. Yeah, and I'm sure you get good help from your students, too, there, right? Oh, yeah, that's that's part yeah. of what the teaching process is, so it's good. Yeah, okay. Hey, Steve, I'm on topic, a little SEC uh, East content for you here real quick. You know, talking about that Florida injury there, as Dooley always says, no news coming out of practice is good. It's it's always something bad, isn't it? Uh, and all teams have injuries, by the way. It's not a Florida thing, but Dooley says the only thing you hear coming out of preseason practice is usually bad. Um, injuries, I, injuries. Well, injury by their nature is bad. Yeah. I mean, no injuries. Yeah, exactly. I, I, have you heard of a good injury? No, exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, you can't beat your can't beat anybody in practice, but that's one of Dooley's sayings: is nothing good ever comes out. No, no good news ever comes out of preseason practice. I think is the way he says it. Yeah, and I don't agree with that, uh, especially from a coaching standpoint, right? Some, for example, Napier's not one. Just knowing him a little bit now, who's not going to gush about you know player X, but if you listen to him and you really listen to him closely, Mike, he will say. This player's coming on. This player's doing well. I, you know, he, he said he said they have the install with the offense and defense is there. So that that's positive. What happens, I think, is the negative when a when a particular player goes down that overshadows other things. Yeah, and and I want to talk about quarterbacks with you, Steve. But as I just mentioned, injuries happen everywhere. Sure. Hey, Steve, I want to use my question. I get my call down SEC quarterbacks. Um, I do think I'm hearing some chirping about Kentucky going eight and four. If Kentucky goes eight and four, according to the betting markets, that's going to ruin some seasons. I haven't seen their schedule, um, but again, I think that's what they've been kind of at lately with with Stoops. You know, he's done a better job. And they beat in Florida, which had not happened in quite a while. Uh, but yeah, if they win eight. There's probably going to be an upset without seeing their schedule. I'm sure there'll be an upset there or two. Maybe we're just dinosaurs, but losing to Kentucky or Vanderbilt is never a good thing, and a lot of times it'll get a coach fired. Sure it will. All right, Steve, the quarterback's not clear out on you. Um, first off, who do you think uh, is the best quarterback in the East? Um, would you want uh, Spencer Rattler or or, the, or somebody else? 
Uh, if I had the Spencer Rattler of the second half of the year, pretty good. Pretty good. So if, you, so if it's Coach Steve Russell and you got named an SEC's coach out of the blue and you're drafting quarterbacks, you would go with Spencer Rattler? I'd have to go down the list. I mean, Joe Milton at Tennessee. Uh, O'Leary's pretty good. But, again, we haven't seen him in the SEC, so I don't know. Uh, Brady Cook at Missouri, eh, eh, okay. Uh, Graham Mertz, don't know what he's going to do at Florida. Uh, and you have Carson Beck probably at Georgia, which we don't know about yet either. So that kind of leaves you, you know, okay, who do I pick? I, I probably, based on performance only, would go Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, he's a five-star quarterback. I think the NFL scouts would probably tell you Joe Milton, but we just saw uh, Anthony Richardson go top five in the draft, and he was up and down. Uh, last thing for you, Steve, speaking of Georgia's quarterback situation, Carson Beck sounding like who it's going to be. We know Georgia Fish is in a different pond, five-star dude, but I was looking at his recruiting profile on, on three, and he's just up the road in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a sniff he gave Florida. It looked to me like it was one of those typical Georgia-Alabama things. But, you know, the recruiting process, they're, they're great players all over Florida and Georgia, and you know how that goes. But, man, I know Florida needs a quarterback. Now you got to probably look at Carson Beck from 70 miles up the road. That kind of sucks, doesn't it? You can't get all the kids from your, your own state. Georgia doesn't yeah, either. I, yeah, I agree. Hang in there, Steve. All right, Mike, you. thank you. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The good people at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue, the Cousins family has owned and operated that business for 40-plus years. And in the entire time they've run it, they've never had new cars on their lot. From day one, you know, a lot of car dealerships now are offering, oh, great sales on used cars. Well, guess what? That's what they've specialized in for over 40 years. They know what they're doing when it comes to the kind of vehicles to bring to their place of business, the different makes and models, the variety, so that you can have the widest selection of choice when you go to purchase a vehicle. You can go online, secars.com, check them out that way, or you can also see them in person at their place of business, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. And you know what to do. When you see the people at Southeast Car Agency, tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. This is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust? So much dust. And that poor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day. And dust is gone. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. (sighs) Proud partner of the American Lung Association. 
not saying I'm a back-to-school shopping expert, but I just went to Kohl's and found outfits my kids can wear for picture day, playdates, and every moment in between, and got it all for an extra 15% off. I'm talking jeans for under $20, tees for $6.99, and more. So if you want new school styles at old school prices, you know where to go. Select Styles. Offers in August 13th. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. You know, I guess one of the things that's kind of cool about doing something like this, you just don't know what topic will spur conversation. When this whole thing came up about famous Steves in athletics, you'd think we were talking about world peace. Um, let's see. Otha says Steve Bedrosian, yep, the Braves closer, Steve McNair, Steve Largent, Hall of Famer, Steve Tasker uh, from Big big Kick Returner with the Bills. Thank you for that. See, again, if you have a chance to think about it, uh, Adrian says Steve Iserman in hockey, um, and Steve Young, somebody already mentioned, he said, do you feel better about the Gator chances going to the Utah game last year or this year, last year, because it was at home. I mean, I think that's that's the way it almost always is. It's tougher to win on the road. So, Adrian, I would say last year, <clears throat> even though we didn't really know, you know, what Billy Napier was about or what his system was uh, last year, I think. Uh, Tommy says, did you mention Steve Tannen? Gator? Jet? Yep. Um, Steven says that guy predicted Florida wouldn't make a bowl this year. If that happens, how much of a step back is that for Napier's program? Well, it's a step back. It's a step back, certainly. And if that's the case, Gator Nation is not going to be happy either. And that puts, again, I think, pressure on uh, Billy for year three to show improvement. And you can even be better 
but still not win. And the bottom line is winning. I don't care what sport you're talking about, what league you're in. It's wins and losses that keep you hired or get you fired. BB says, uh, missed some of the show. What was your guest opinion of the Utah offensive line? Good. A lot of people back. Um, with the Pac-12, I feel for the Rose Bowl, what do you think happens to it? Nothing. It's just going to be included in the rotation. That Nothing's going to happen to it. What's your most memorable Rose Bowl game? I can't think of one, honestly. I mean, I can't. Because, again, I've watched 7 million bowl games. I can remember this, though. I, I will say this. As a kid, when USC and UCLA were both good and, you know, watching O.J. Simpson and Gary Beban at UCLA, uh, Anthony Davis, you know, those great players, uh, when they were in Rose Bowls, uh, I was always fascinated that it was in California. And I got to go to California. So it's pretty interesting. Um, concerning the Arkansas game you mentioned, except for around two, maybe three should win games, Arkansas game and five other Gator games are toss-ups. Other three, Utah, LSU, Georgia, have to see. Well, I, I've been preaching this, okay? You've got swing games on the schedule. We've mentioned them. Lucas says another Steve, Steve Smith, wide receiver of, from uh, Carolina days. Uh, all right. We got about 35 minutes to fill here. And I don't want to keep talking to myself. 3928255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. I always save emails for just this um, particular situation here. Um, and it always makes me feel good. I understand during football season that you're going to get football stuff. But I also like to have baseball, NFL, when it's that season. Okay? I actually have two baseball questions. Uh, Bill says, if you had to tell me right now who's in the World Series, I'm a Braves guy, please tell me it's my Braves. Yeah, I, I would say that. But remember, in short series, the best team always doesn't win. It comes down to how you do in that particular series. The other day, Oakland Shut, Oakland is 33 and 82. Think about that. They are 50 games below 500. 50. And they shut out Texas, the best team in the West. So how do you how do you figure you don't? It, it's what you do at that time. But yeah, I would say the Braves. The, the American League I think is a little more uh unclear who I would say I really like Baltimore, but I don't know that that young group, when they get to the playoffs, like, look, I just looked it up. They're uh, 27 games over 500, and they not, have not been swept in a series all year, all year. 
So that tells me something about them. Pretty gritty, right? But when it comes down to the playoffs, the pressure, there's a lot of guys there that are young and haven't been through that. So that's why I don't go with them. I don't go with anybody in the Central. I don't care who wins the division because it's I don't I don't see it. Houston. Even though they trail Texas, somebody has to beat Houston. And in a short series, you know, not the easiest thing to do. So I know it's not sexy because the Astros are good and the Braves are good. If you're looking for a dark horse, Texas, I think. And a nice year Dane Dunning's had, the former Gator, pitching for Texas. Um, and then I got uh, second, who is who will be the manager that gets fired? I think Aaron Boone gets fired with the Yankees. Unless they make a remarkable turnaround, uh, I don't see him in New York. I just don't see that. They're in last place. Um, I don't see... Anybody else really, I mean, could, could, could there be a double firing in New York? Maybe. Maybe. Could Showalter be let go? Maybe. Um, but otherwise, I don't see anybody unless San Diego decides to clean house because they've been so poor. Maybe that. All right, well, I won't make him wait. I'll get him here quickly. Andrew, uh, Hello. Hey, Steve, uh, tonight uh, you think the Mets have a chance of sweeping the Braves? No. No. Next question. There, okay, there's not one guy on the Mets team that is in the starting lineup, at least the other night, for instance, and uh, there's not one guy hitting over 260. How did that happen, Steve? I mentioned the that the other day. Uh, at, well... How does it happen? A, sometimes you have a bad year, right? McNeil, before this year, pretty good hitter. He's had a bad year. Alonzo has never hit for average, but he's hitting in the 220s. So, and Lindor is hitting, what, 240. Sometimes, mm. as a collective unit, you just don't do very well. And they've not, for whatever the reason. Now, I'm thinking there is a real possibility here for the Mets, and I'll tell you why. If that Atlanta pen is not slumping, I have never seen, I, I, I don't know, statistically overall they look really good, but they, don't, they, don't, they can't keep a lead. The Pirates, they, they were giving them everything they wanted, and uh, uh, they had multiple leads. What I'm saying is I think the Braves right now, the Mets are catching them at a good time. They're 12-12 and since the All-Star break. Uh, I think even as woeful as the Mets have become, I think they have a a chance to sweep them. I I don't. I I mean, they they have a chance to win, maybe win the series. I'd I'd sort of buy that because you're you're in New York. But I don't think the Mets are good enough to sweep anybody right now. Yeah. We'll see you tonight, Steve. Have, have a right. great weekend. All right, Andrew. Take care. Thank you. Swamp Train, I'll get right to you. Hang on. 129 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, 
ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. International Diamond Centers giving you relief from rising prices with two incredible offers going on right now. Offer number one, an instant 20% savings on all wedding bands. You heard it right. Now, for a limited time, get our best price ever on all wedding bands. 20% off across the board. Now that's price relief. Or if you prefer, you can take advantage of offer number two. Zero interest financing for 36 months on any purchase. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. This incredible finance option is for everything. Rings, earrings, pendants, bands, bracelets, exquisite designer jewelry, even certified diamonds. Pick any item. Spread your payments over three years with zero interest. And as a bonus, IDC will even cover your first two payments. So you can save big on wedding bands. Or go take advantage of this incredible zero-rate finance offer. Whichever you choose, you can't lose. During IDC's Summer of Savings event. Now through the end of August. Only at International Diamond Center. At Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. My partners had told me I should get my knee replaced. I was in my 40s, and I decided that I wouldn't do that. That's orthopedic surgeon Dr. John Herzog, who found regenerative medicine years ago and became a believer. It changed my life around. It improved me to a point where I was able to jog again. That's when Dr. Herzog switched his focus from surgery to helping his patients with natural biologics. I've treated at least 5,000 patients. I believe your body has everything it needs to heal itself. Today, you'll find Dr. Herzog at QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in this exciting field of medicine that can give lasting pain relief with no downtime, no drugs, and no surgery. I have patients coming up to me that I did 10 years ago saying, you know, Doc, my elbow's still working great. I'm playing tennis three days a week. Call QC Kinetics now to explore alternative ways to deal with your pain. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. A heat advisory is in effect for north-central Florida again this afternoon into the evening. Highs today in the upper 90s. Heat indices nearing 110 with mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies. Overnight tonight, lows in the upper 70s. Sunny and hot early tomorrow with afternoon and evening thunderstorms. A few could last through just about midnight tomorrow into Sunday. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. I think we have to differentiate from hype versus overcovered. Because the Jets are getting a, are going to get a monstrous amount of hype. The Cowboys are going to be overcovered. Cowboys are always overcovered. Correct. It's like, okay, what do we talk about? Dax interceptions. 
mean, you're not asking much out of Dak Prescott. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. All right, the home stretch of our show today. Don't forget, we will not have a show Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday. Let's bring Swamp Train to the program. What's up? What's going on, my man? How you doing today? I'm doing well. Well, I guess your guest from out of Utah gave us what we wanted to hear, Steve, but I didn't want to hear anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't expect him to get on here and talk bad about it, you know, the school that he represents at all. I don't expect anybody to do that from the Gator Nation. But, uh, man, they return a lot of uh, bets and players, I see. Yeah, I I think that's that's the key here is that they do return – a lot of people, and I think when Dalton Kincaid got drafted uh, as highly as he did, I think by Buffalo, uh, you know, they, the other tight end, if you watch the game, uh, was featured quite a bit, and he's back, and just about, you know, everybody, is, not everybody, but a lot of people are back on both sides of the ball, so, I mean, this this should be, you know, a pretty good team. Right, I, that's exactly what I'm driving this truck, Steve, and I'm sitting up and just trying to I guess look in the future and see how it go, but at the same time, no, none of the Gator Nation or anybody else knows how this rebuilt team at Florida just built how how they look. Like nobody knows how to, how how we look in a game, you know, other than the spring game, which you have to throw that out of the window. Scrimmage, we didn't get to see that, you know. Boone got hurt, so I hope he healed and healed pretty fast. But we don't even know how our team looked. No, and I don't think we really will know till you know, what, 20 days from now. And that's not unusual. That's how it is most years, except when you have a lot of guys back. You know, right. if, if you, like Utah, if you're a fan of Utah, and you and let's assume rising plays, well, you can look at that roster and go, well, I know him, and I know him, and I know him. they got a lot of guys back, and that's why they're picked in the top 25 in every poll. But if you're like Florida, right. given its losses and you know transfers and all of that, it is kind of a mishmash, and you don't really know how that's gonna you know come out until you watch them play. Yeah, you're right about that, Steve. I guess, and I'm not. I'm with, I'm with the Gator Nation. We don't back down from no fight. I can tell you that. But as a fan standpoint, I'm sitting up here thinking to myself: Do we stand a better chance? The guy rising, not playing in the Gator game, or I mean, I I want him at full throttle, but at the same time, as a fan standpoint, I'm like, man, if you don't play, our chances are better winning because we don't know what this Gator team can do. We don't know. Well, here's the other thing about rising that I think even he's wondering. Okay, and and if you heard Bill Riley say this, I think he hit it on the head. He thinks he's going to play. The coaching staff believes he's going to play, but he's not been cleared. And how much contact, you know, how much real football does he get before, you know, that that, that season opener? We, we just don't know. Now, 
I don't think they're going to have live on the quarterback. You don't want a quarterback getting hurt in any situation in camp. You don't want that. Right. But they've got to be able to run the offense with him, and he is a runner you know, at, at times. So can he do all of that, and are doctors confident enough he can take a hit and take contact? That's what's going to determine, I believe, whether he plays or not. Yeah, you're right about that, Steve. And the, uh, my last thing here is he was talking about the heat index up there and stuff like that. So I don't know how much different that is in Florida. We deal with a lot of heat this way. So um, I don't think it should be that much no, of a it's difference. altitude. It's altitude. That's going to be the difference. Okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Such as like Key West, Florida. Well, I don't know about – it's not very It's not very altitude-wise there, but – Man, it's some dry heat that way. I was yeah. just dusty. <laughs> but the, the heat, like you said, it'll be warm, but that's not the issue. And Florida's used yeah. to that, right? It's the altitude, right. which you, I, don't, I don't think you are used to, and I don't care what you do. And, I, and again, I thought Bill made a great point. He said, I'm not going to sit here and tell you the altitude is going to determine the winner or the loser because it probably won't. But if you're not used to that, could it affect some players in the game? It could. And you wouldn't think it would affect Utah's kids. It would affect Florida's kids. Florida. Yeah. Well, you're right, my man. I hope we go up there and put on a show and come back with the dub, Steve. Man, we'll keep in touch, my man. Swamp Train, appreciate you, man. Thank you for your call. Mike says, want to thank the football program for allowing the fans to view a scrimmage. Hope this leads to more ability for fans to view practices like they do in the NFL. I don't think you're going to see that. I, I think I, I would be stunned if that's the case, Mike. But if you heard Billy Napier, he did say he wanted to make that particular date at that particular juncture of practice a yearly thing where fans could come out and watch the team. And he wants to make that, you know, kind of a tradition. And I think that's good. I think that's really good. Um, one of the things I'm going to do here, um, Elliot, because we had Bill Riley on at the top of the program and there's not burning calls here, uh, I have a couple of emails that asked about that and they missed it. Now, remember, we always post our shows to, so to social media and they're available for you, but we'll replay the interview uh, in our final segment here. I'll do it from here, okay, um, in case you missed it um, with, uh, with Bill Riley, who's the play-by-play -play voice of Utah. So if you want to get a quick call in now or an email, do so. And again, if you had a chance to, if you didn't get a chance to hear him, you can do it. And as, I think, as you all know, we'll repost our show on social media. You can listen to it anytime. Daryl says another Steve is Steve Avery. Um, yeah. So you got something? Yeah. Um, I am curious. Are you since nothing's really going on? Uh, except for the women's, um, what do you call the women's uh, FIFA World Cup and pretty much like baseball, are you watching either one still? Well, baseball, I watch a lot. Um, not a big soccer guy. Uh, not that I, you know, don't. I, I wish the U.S. had done better. Blah blah blah. But I've never been uh, a big soccer guy. And it's funny, I tell this story a lot. Um, I'm going back home from my high school reunion in September. And one of my best friends was an Italian kid, Joey Caliccio. And Joey's a good soccer player. And he said to me, man, you ought, you ought to try soccer. Uh, you know, we, 
soccer now at the youth level is much more prevalent than what it was when I was a kid. There just, there just weren't a lot of soccer leagues. And one summer he convinced me, and I had, I mean, literally, except for gym class, I had never attempted to play soccer. And so he put me back at fullback because, you know, you don't have to do a lot. Well, all, it was in the summer, and all the action was up front. And, I mean, I'm just standing there doing nothing. And I'm not doing this. This is boring. And, I, that was, and then, of all things, I'm playing goalie in gym class, and I went to dive to make a save, and I broke my wrist. So I guess the man upstairs was telling me that uh, soccer was not my sport. Uh, so it's just kind of kind of weird that it happened. But, yeah, I mean, and look, NFL preseason games don't mean a lot at this point. But, you know, I try to look and see if Gator players are playing, you know, that sort of thing. So, eh, there you go. All right, again, you're going to hear uh, Utah's play-by-play football voice, Bill Riley, talking about the team. Uh, and then we will call it a day here on Sports Scene 143. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971... They have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We 
know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my healthcare team and the family that's behind me and that. Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is EJ Jarvis, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Right, just in case you missed the interview with the play-by-play voice of Utah, Bill Riley, here it is for you uh, from earlier today. On yesterday, and uh, it's a, a little agreement Tam and I have had for a couple of years. He comes in studio, or I go up to the facility during fall camp and sit down and talk. And we begin each talk right now with an update on where he is so all the fans can hear it. And uh, he is on track. He has had no setbacks in his recovery. And he told me his expectation is to start against the Gators on the 31st. Has coach- now, oh, with that, now, with that being said, he's not been cleared for contact. Uh, that's yet. what I'm just going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's out there at practice. He's throwing in the uh, in all the drills, but he's not part of the 11 on 11 stuff when they go contact. So that's the, that's the hurdle that has to be cleared. And and again, there's the, you know, and when does that hurdle get cleared, Steve? That's, that's the other thing. Does it get cleared next week? Does it get cleared the week after? Does it get cleared seven days out? Because you know, and I know, um, he's got to go through some practices. He's got to go through the process of getting his timing down with the offensive line and things like that. So, um, everything is on track, and the doctors have said he looks great. He's ahead of schedule. Uh, he, his intent is to start against Florida on the 31st, but there's still a few hurdles to clear. Okay, let's – if he is not cleared, Bill, for some reason, what's the quarterback room behind Cam Rising? That's a good question, Steve. They don't have their number two. They were hoping yesterday's scrimmage locked it in, and uh, they are, as, I, as coaches like to say, reviewing the tape. So we should have an idea today or tomorrow 
um, if they've got their number two guy locked in. Bryson Barnes, who played in the last two Rose Bowls, nearly beat Ohio State, got eaten up by a good Penn State defense last year, beat Washington State on that Thursday night up in Pullman last year. Uh, he's, he's in the mix, plus two four-star redshirt freshmen, Nate Johnson and Brandon Rose. So that's the backup behind Cam Rising, and uh, they were hoping to kind of sort through some of that. They had a 120-place uh, scrimmage yesterday, and uh, we'll find out in the next day or two if they've got their number two guy locked in. Phil, if you take a look at the team last year, what's coming back this year, you know, some new faces uh, give me a sense of where you think the strength of this football team will be. Are there areas of concern? Um, the strength of the football team, I think, well, obviously lies in the quarterback when he's healthy and rising three-year starter, two-time Pac-12 champion. I think the difference the Gator fans are going to see on the 31st is in the defense. They bring back just about the entire defensive unit, save Clark Phillips, who's playing with the Atlanta Falcons right now. Uh, they are deep and very talented. When Utah's been at its best, they have those nasty Kyle Whittingham, Morgan Scally defenses. And the one constant through the first week and a half of fall camp has been how good the defenses look. So, to me, that's the big difference between last year and this year. There'll be no Dalton Kincaid this year, but Brad Keithy is back. And the Gators saw Keithy quite a bit in that game last year. They've also added Florida State wide receiver Micah Pittman, who was the uh, the number two guy in Tallahassee last year. He and Cam Rising have been friends since eighth grade. He's added to the pass attack. Uh, you guys didn't see Jaquindon Jackson, who turned out to be the third-string quarterback, turned running back last year, uh, and he ended up having a fantastic season midway through moving into the running back spot. Uh, but it's all going to start up front like it does with Utah. I mean, it's the offensive and defensive lines. Uh, they were ranked the number two and number one units in the Pac-12 by Phil Steele. They're really good and they're really deep. So I would say it starts there, then rising, then the defense. I, I have to ask you about your personal thoughts on what's happened in the Pac-12, Bill. I've thought about you, <laughs> and you know I, I can only imagine you just sit here and you lament about it, but you're in this. You know your school is part of this. Uh, what's been the reaction? from Utah what was your reaction to all of this well it was interesting it was you know to use a cliche it was kind of a roller coaster last week Steve Thursday night early Friday morning a week ago all the intel that I was getting was Pac-12 staying together they've, they've come together on this thing but Oregon's the linchpin and then the Big Ten and Fox got together and made the run at Oregon and Washington and it was just about you know 8 o'clock Mountain Time, 7 o'clock Mountain Time last Friday, 9 o'clock or so your time, that Oregon-Washington basically dropped the mic and said, peace out, we're going to move. And once that happened, that set you know the chain of events off. Arizona already had their offer for the Big 12 in the back pocket. Utah then made the move. Within about three hours, they had their invitation for the Big 12, and then Arizona State followed as well. It, 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 Steve, it's so sad. I mean, I didn't grow up in this part of the country, but I've been a college football fan my whole life. And I've been out and part of the conference here for 12 years as the voice of Utah. It's such a great historical and traditional conference with USC and UCLA and Stanford and, and Oregon and Washington. So many great vistas and venues you go to. I mean, it's different than the SEC. It is. But it, there's, a, there's a uniqueness about it. And it's, if you're a college football fan, no matter what conference you live in or support, 
to have a conference that had so much history, 108 years, basically erased before our very eyes, it stinks. I mean, it stinks. Now, I'm happy Utah's got a good landing spot. Big 12's a good conference. Yormark's done a good job shoring things up, 16 teams. They're firmly the third-best conference now behind the SEC and Big 10. So they've got a good spot. But from just a, as a fan standpoint, what I've experienced over the last 12 years, it's just, it just it stinks. It really does. Yeah, I can understand. Bill Riley, our guest here on Sports Scene, kind enough to join us, play-by-play voice for Utah. Much was made last year, Bill, of Utah having to come here and adjust to humidity and heat. What adjustment would Florida have to make coming to your neck of the woods? Well, it's altitude here. I mean, it'll be it'll be warm. Don't get me wrong, but it's it, the, the heat isn't going to be the impact. It's kind of a dry heat here. We're kind of a high desert, so. But it's the altitude. I mean, the game's going to be played at about forty five hundred feet, and it impacts everybody. There's no way unless you train for weeks at altitude that you can really get used to it. So, um, it, it you know you talk to opponents that come in and Utah guys see it. It's usually late first half and about midway through the third quarter where you see kind of the altitude uh, begin to play a role. So what teams try to do is, you know, condition as well as possible, but try and rotate bodies. So if Florida's got good depth, then they should be okay. If they don't, it might impact them a little bit. I'm not going to sit here and tell you, you know, because I laughed last year when people talked about humidity deciding the game. Come on. I'm not telling you altitude will decide the game, but it will impact guys. There's no doubt about it. So that's where if you've got a little bit of depth, it'll play into that. All right, that is Bill Riley. He is the play-by-play voice of Utah. In case you missed uh, the interview with him live today, just wanted to play that for you uh, because a lot of people have been asking about Utah, and certainly he's the guy uh, who knows about it. Uh, Next week, we're hoping to get Utah's coach, Kyle Whittingham, and uh, Yogi Roth as well, who worked for the Pac-12 Network, and uh, get their thoughts on this matchup, which is, which is now less than three weeks away. Tommy emailed and said there were a lot of good NFL preseason games uh, when I watched some. I'm not a big preseason watcher. If I'm home and a game is on, I'll turn it on. Um, but it's not where I have to stay home and not do anything because an, an exhibition game is on. No, uh, it isn't like that. Um, but certainly, you know, the, the whole thing with Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield, that's kind of interesting to see, you know, what will happen there. I always try to follow, you know, Gator players to see, you know, what, what they do. Um, you know, some are still trying to make teams uh, that were drafted. So that's what I kind of look. But I, the preseason is what it is. There is certainly a, a, a reason the NFL does it the way that they do it. Uh, but – no. Now, the last game is the one you don't watch because that's when veterans don't play a lot because they don't want them to get hurt before the first game. And that, again, is certainly understandable. So if I'm going to really hone in, it's going to be the third one and see you know, what they're trying to do. By the way, I wanted to uh, give ESPN credit for this Somebody mentioned the Braves earlier and uh, Ronald Acuna for what, you know, the kind of year he's had. Um, he's hitting 340, 26 homers, 
101 runs, and 53 stolen bases. Alex Rodriguez in 1998 had 42 homers and 46 steals. He's got a good chance to break that. The most homers in a 50-steal season, I would never have guessed this. Eric Davis of the Reds back in the 80s had 37 homers. So again, if he's, he's already got the 50 stolen bases, he has 26 homers. The most homers in a 70-steal season is 28 by a guy you would think, Ricky Henderson. And the last player to score 140 runs, A-Rod, in his juiced-up year. Um, I'm kidding. I don't